Today's New Testament reading is the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 16th chapter. There was a rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen, and who feasted sumptuously every day. And at his gate was laid a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who desired to be fed with what fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, even the dogs came and licked his sores. The poor man died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried. And in Hades, being in torment, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he called out, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus to dip the end of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am in anguish in this flame. But Abraham said, Child, remember that you in your lifetime received your good things, and Lazarus in like manner bad things. But now he is comforted here, and you are in anguish. And besides all this, between us and you a great chasm has been fixed, in order that those who would pass from here to you may not be able, and none may cross from there to us. And he said, Then I beg you, Father, to send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that he may warn them, lest they also come into this place of torment. But Abraham said, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, No, Father Abraham, but if someone goes to them from the dead, they will repent. He said to them, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced if someone should rise from the dead. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Sean Kilgo. In Jesus' name, amen. Dear saints, we have presented before us in our text this morning two men. One, a man who seems to have everything. Good clothes, plenty of food, a nice home, and this is the rich man. The other, a man who seems to have nothing. No food except for the crumbs that fall from the table. No home, and who is in such a poor state that dogs come and lick his wounds. And this is our brother Lazarus. And if we were given the choice at this point to choose between which man we would like to be, undoubtedly, we'd all choose to be the rich man. I mean, who wouldn't? Who would actually choose to live in this poverty-stricken state that we see poor Lazarus depicted in? If given the choice between having lots of money and good health or no money and poor health, it's a safe bet that every one of us would choose the former. But there's more going on here than simply their possessions and lack of possessions. For both of these men also have two things in common. They both have the law and the prophets, and they both die. And to this you, dear saints, may be added to their company. For you also have the law and the prophets, as well as the evangelists and the apostles, and you too will die. But after death, Both of these men go again in opposite directions. Now, we're tempted to believe that the main difference between these men, and therefore the point of telling Jesus, Jesus telling us this parable, is that one is rich and the other is poor. But this is only illustrating their earthly lives. 
The main point of the parable is what these men have in common. They have both heard the scriptures. But while Lazarus has heard and believed, despite his circumstances in this life, and so is taken to the side of Abraham by the angels, the rich man, by contrast, has placed his confidence in the circumstances of his life and has neglected to believe the scriptures. And so he is condemned to hell and eternal torment. The difference between the rich man and Lazarus and the point of the parable is one is an unbeliever while the other has faith. We see ultimately in this text the distinction between the seed that falls among thorns and the seed that falls among good soil. Recall what Jesus says when explaining the parable of the sower back in Luke chapter 8. Jesus said, And as for what fell among the thorns, they are those who hear. But as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. And this is the rich man. And as for that in the good soil, they are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bear fruit with patience. And this is our brother Lazarus. And so, dear saints, you should ask yourself, which side do you fall upon in this parable? You, too, have the scriptures, but do you hear them? Do you believe them? Do you trust in them? Do you look at the scriptures and see there only a dusty old book, or do you see the very words of the creator of heaven and earth? Do you hear only ancient tales of past times, or do you hear the account of your Jesus paying the penalty for your sins that you may inherit eternal life? Are you like the rich man? placing your confidence in your possessions and circumstances of life, which only fade like the flowers and the grass? Or are you like Lazarus, placing all hope and confidence in the word of the Lord that endures forever? If you have been like the rich man, dear saints, repent. Repent and come back to the Lord's word as the living fountain that it is. Repent and confess with Peter, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. You have in the scriptures, in the law and prophets, the apostles and evangelists, words of comfort and consolation, which go beyond your physical circumstances. Regardless of what your circumstance is in life, whether rich or poor, whether in good health or bad, whether you are on your deathbed, your sickbed, or simply the bed in your bedroom, you have these words of God to strengthen you in all circumstances of this life, to comfort you with the sure and certain hope of the resurrection, and to bring you peace in the blood of Jesus, shed for you. For every word which the scriptures speak are about your Lord, being incarnate for you, living for you, dying for you, and rising for you. And so, believing and trusting in these words, we may cheerfully pray, as we're taught in our hymn, Lord, let at last thine angels come to Abram's bosom bear me home, that I may die unfearing. And then from death awaken me, that these mine eyes with joy may see, O Son of God, thy glorious face, my Savior and my fount of grace. In Jesus' name. Amen.